Blarney Blagan. What? It's in this very <laughs> ring. Here we go. That's my baby. I'm done. That's my baby. We're going at it at 110%. <laughs> I just want five minutes of happiness, please. Just give me five minutes. They, 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 they did it. They did it. What the fuck? What the hell was that? Oh, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Sometimes I really wonder why I do this with you. It's such an issue. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It is Saturday night, and that means it's time for another episode of In This Very Ring. You've got the commissioner himself, the one, the only, the man they call Ritz. I got the mayor of Toasty Town, the one they call Butters. Right below me, two live brew himself, George Cannon Brew. And from birds of a feather, Mr. Six Star, Mr. Pete Evans. Boys, how we doing tonight? Woohoo! Well, I'm going to tell you, I just ate like one of the best meals of my life. So I'm full, <laughs> I'm relaxed, and I'm ready to talk some pro wrestling. So let's get it he on. He speaks like a member of the fluffy world order. Damn right mm. I am. Dude. Damn right I am. Oh. Listen, man, I just had my, some of Mama's home-cooked smothered chicken wings. Y'all two up there wouldn't know nothing about that. You know what I mean? What, what is that supposed to mean? What is that That's what it smothered. Run, yes, wait, my run brother. that shit back. What do you yes, mean? Yes, my brother. Why just us two? I'm, well, I'm just, I'm just saying, listen. <laughs> what you I'm getting not, at, huh? What you getting at? My man yeah, to my left is. on the screen. <laughs> we in the South. I'm in the south of Jersey, but listen, I grew up on the eastern side of Virginia. They didn't call it soda down there; they call it pop. So you get, you know what I mean. You know, when you know, you know. And I'm from Georgia, so you know we got sweet tea down here and lemonade. So you already know what it is. There's so much wrong with this conversation right off the gate. I love it. So let's thank our sponsors before they pull their sponsorship. Is a product that promotes wellness, balance, and recovery by using the full potential of hemp. They come in extracts, blends, gummies, and topicals. Use promo code HUD for 25% off your order at bodycheckwellness.com. And we got to show some love to Dr. Paul Vidal at Specialized Physical Therapy. He's our doc, making yours two locations, Burlington and Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Sunrise Detox and Counseling Center, they're the place you call if you, need, if you or somebody you know needs help with mental health or addiction issues. Pick up that phone, you dial 856-651-8117. You tell them Major D sent you and get that help that you desperately need today. Alan Foy of EXP Realty. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, change a career brokerage, contact Alan Foy at 302-682-8820 or check him out on the web at alan.foy at exprealty.com. But tonight is SummerSlam Preview. And our SummerSlam preview poll question is brought to you by Manscaped. Get 25, get 20% off and free shipping with code HUD at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And what is our poll question? SummerSlam rivals WrestleMania in popularity and legacy. Agree, disagree, boys, lay it on me. Butters, we're going to start with you. Mm. That's a cold question. That's a cold question there, Rich. Why? Now, 
I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> so SummerSlam rival WrestleMania popularity and legacy. You know, I have to kind of agree. I, I, I have to agree. I mean, I feel like to me, SummerSlam is always, I felt it's been more bigger than WrestleMania. They always tend to put a lot more into it in, in my perspective. Yes, WrestleMania is big. Yes, WrestleMania is always the, you know, but I always prefer the event of the summer. I always prefer, you know, Summer slammed over WrestleMania, as great as WrestleMania is. Okay, okay. Hmm. All right, Pete, George, who's going next? I I, I said it all. I, I let my I let my brother get himself get himself together get himself together. So I, I I'll kick it off. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say I disagree. Oh no no no, not disagree. Sorry. No, yes. I am gonna say I do. Damn it, man! Get it together. <laughs> See this, this, this food, man. See, it's got my brain all, you know. But no, but no. The reason why I disagree. The reason why um, I uh, disagree is because you got to think about it, right? We're talking about WrestleMania. We're talking about the Super Bowl, the World Series, the Stanley Cup of professional wrestling. Well, what's what's that old saying that it used to say? This is where this is where legends are made. This is the show. This is where legends immortal. were born and superstars become immortal. There you go. <clears throat> it's the showcase of the immortals. Like, what more can you say? I mean, let's think about it, gentlemen. Let's think about how many WrestleMania moments we've experienced throughout our adult lives since we've been watching wrestling compared to SummerSlam. <clears throat> Taking nothing away from SummerSlam. SummerSlam has produced uh, some of the greatest moments in professional wrestling. But let's, let's, let's look at this, for example. Shawn Michaels wins the WWE title for the first time. Boyhood dream comes true. Okay, I'll even take it back further than that. Let's talk about rest in peace. The legendary Ultimate Warrior beats Hulk Hogan, the Hulk Hogan, when he was at the top of his career. 1990, I'm talking about. Clean in the middle. Nobody thought it could be done. Wins the 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 World Wrestling Federation Championship at that time in front of a, a sold out crowd in the uh um and what is it the Sky Dome Sky in Dome. Toronto. Yeah. Sky Dome. I mean, even going back, speaking of Hogan, let's go back when Hogan first got made. Andre the Giant, WrestleMania three, Pontiac Silverdome, Pontiac Michigan. Still, the record still has not been beaten to this day. Body slam heard around the world. Yeah, it's, it's no comparison. I mean, we'll even take it back to WrestleMania 14 when Stone Cold got made. You want to talk about uh, superstars become legends. Who will ever forget seeing Mike Tyson as fast as it was count the one, two, three for Stone Cold Steve Austin? I mean, come on. Is, is there really a comparison for SummerSlam and WrestleMania? No. Nah. It's like apples to it's it's like apples to oranges or 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 donuts to bagels. I don't know. Something. Like that. <laughs> donuts it's this round got a hole in I'm, it, huh? I'm fucking using that. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to agree, and I'll tell you why. I can respect both in their own positions because I don't think this question is posed to be if SummerSlam is better. The mania, but when we say rivals, hell yeah, rivals. I'll give you back this, like George said, 
WrestleMania 14, Stone Cold doesn't get there if Owen Hart doesn't botch the, the tombstone in the SummerSlam, I think a year and a half or maybe two years prior. That's true. Let's also talk about SummerSlam 97. Had the infamous swerve job with Shawn Michaels versus uh, Undertaker with Bret Hart. That set up Hell in a Cell. That set up Kane. We don't have that if that doesn't happen at SummerSlam. Let's go back. SummerSlam 92, Wembley Stadium. WrestleMania has yet to be, uh, be brought to you overseas like that in that fashion. British Bulldog, that actually had IC title. I can go back to SummerSlam 90, Carrie Von Eric, Texas Tornado, rest in peace, Mr. Perfect. The year after that, SummerSlam 91, Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect. Classics, 92, Bret Hart versus British Bulldog, also rest in peace. We got Legion of Doom winning our only tag team titles, I believe, at SummerSlam. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Hart Foundation yeah. as well. Some, see, the thing is, with WrestleMania, and I say why I say why rivals is because we expect WrestleMania to be the GOAT. We expect WrestleMania to be big. SummerSlam, you don't know what you're going to get. Now, there's some duds in there as well, but SummerSlam 2011, we had CM Punk and John Cena. You know what I mean? That's what we had. I think it was actually that was the unification, that was the, the undisputed. And that, that led to that run. We don't, CM Punk isn't made and about to show up, you know where, on next Friday in Chicago in the United Center. You know what I mean? There is no CM Punk without that. You see what I'm saying? So, when we look at SummerSlam versus WrestleMania, I think we have to look at it in the context as, yes, it's SummerSlam's little, it's, it's, it's WrestleMania's little brother, but it damn sure stands on its own. Damn sure stands on its own. And we, we'll see it We'll see it next Saturday, a week from tonight. They're putting on a bigger production for this year's SummerSlam than they did for Mania. So let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get that. You don't get that every year, but the expectations we have for WrestleMania coming into it is a little bit different. Look, David Roscoe finally says something credible. Triple H versus The Rock at SummerSlam 98. You know I mean? We could go Owen Owen versus Brett. WrestleMania, I mean, SummerSlam 93? 94. 94? 94? All right, SummerSlam 93. SummerSlam 93 was Yoko Lex fucking Express. That's yeah. what SummerSlam 93 was. <laughs> you, had, you talk about the body slam heard around the world. Rest in peace, Yokozuna as well. But yeah. that was something that happened the lead up to that. See, like yeah. WrestleMania, we had the payoff. We always had the payoffs. You okay. saw what you saw, and that was the payoffs. But SummerSlam sometimes it's a little bit different. It, it gave them a little bit more freedom. We had Randy and Randy and Elizabeth's wedding. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Jake, Jake the Snake's turn. Right wow. there, we got the Cobra biting at the wedding reception, whatever the so-called yeah. wedding reception. You feel what I'm saying? So you have so many different things. And if I'm not mis- – no, nah, that didn't happen at SummerSlam. I'm, I know I'm leaving out so many more moments that we had. I give, you, I give you I give you, an underrated one. I give you an underrated one, Pete. Who will ever forget – and I know nobody talks about this. Who will ever forget the one night Virgil went over or was made <laughs> when he beat Ted DiBiase? Now, gentlemen, was- I'm going to tell you, Virgil was the ultimate jobber, yeah. the yep. ultimate enhancement he talent. Is. He is. He was the ultimate enhancement talent slash jobber in WWE. For, but for that one night at he SummerSlam 91, the same the same SummerSlam that Bret Hart defeated Mr. Perfect and became a made man and yep. won the Intercontinental Championship, that pop, when he pinned DiBiase's shoulders to the mat, I still get goosebumps, and I don't like Virgil for anything in this world. But for that yeah. one night at SummerSlam, he was a made man. That was There's no denying that. That came. That match was right after. If you look at SummerSlam '91, you're it's going. You're going to be hard pressed in that era to find a better SummerSlam. 
True. True. Because Warrior came back that day. Warrior came he back did. that night. He did. He did. He well, did. all right. So before I give my answer, let's pop into the comments real fast. You guys are doing. You guys are giving me great stuff. I don't almost feel like I don't even have to answer. Jake sends us all a drink. Tom says all the fam on love it. He says calls us the bad boys of wrestling. <laughs> Swear to God, that's a line from the Wolfpack theme song. Pretty sure. <laughs> uh, Brian says good morning from Scotland. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for joining us. Top of the morning, laddie. He says let's chat. Bring it on, buddy. Mike says Roman's gonna win. He's carrying the show. I can't disagree with him at all. Yeah. Dynasty. What's up with the orange tea? I've never seen it up north. What orange tea are you talking about? I know you're talking about sweet tea. Orange, orange tea. All right, we're gonna we'll come back to that. Biggie's okay. gonna cash in on Ranger Cena. Sure Tom disagrees to the poll. <laughs> Haley says it's a full house. Tom <laughs> says Manscaped the goat. Uh, he disagrees. Dynasty disagrees. Says my, a Rumble even beat SummerSlam. And Jake echoes him a little bit later when he says that the Royal Rumble is closer. Frank says that the Summerfest is the Robin compared to WrestleMania, the Batman. I don't know how I feel about that. What is Summerfest, Frank? Uh, yeah, what Frank. is that? Stopped, it's Frank. I stopped asking questions a long time ago. <laughs> Pete, you should know better. Dynasty I just, just want to be entertained. That's all. It's just Dynasty it. says, side question, is Brock Lesnar Mr. SummerSlam? Oh, um, that's, that's a really good. Question. Recently, yes, but before yes. that, I would say Bret Hart. Absolutely, right. Yep. Or could you say Hogan? Could you say yeah, Hogan was because remember, up until um, I forget who that was that he lost to at a SummerSlam, Hogan was undefeated. He was yeah. like the Undertaker. He never lost at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, no, Sean, Sean went over for him. I think he. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Brocast chiming in all the way from Australia. And Daly says he's impressed by everybody knowing what happened and what event and what year it happened. Well, Daly, that's what happens when we actually prepare for a show. You should try it. No, no, no prep over here. No prep. I mean, I does, I does this. I does this. <laughs> Guys, so. I was trying to just insult Daly. Can I have my okay. moment? Well, well, what was this? His birthday is today. So, let I mean, let him have right. today. That's even more reason to do it. <laughs> Come on, man! Uh, what, that's like what, that's like Vince booking you to way, lose in your hometown. Exactly. What <laughs> way Brian Daly some of that Philly love that he's missing on his new adventure than to just say he doesn't prep for hockey happy hour? Right. Damn! Wow. wow. Now, real quick, Andy, before you keep going, uh, the one comment that we say Rumble sets up Mania. That's not really adding. Argue that's not adding fuel to your argument if you think that SummerSlam you disagree with this poll because once again SummerSlam stands the fuck alone on its own it's not setting up shit. So here's right. how I look at it, right? I agree that it it rivals WrestleMania. Uh, hold on, do you have to shout out Space City Wizards? They're about to go live with some. I think they do like drunk Overwatch on Saturday night. I love it. I love it. Say hi. What's up? Big shout out to Carlos and his team over there. But. Let's back up, right? I think it absolutely rivals because take a look at it this way. We are all sports fans here, and we all say, we all agree that the, that WrestleMania is the Super Bowl. It's the Stanley Cup. It's, you know, so as George was saying, it's the championship game. It's the end-all, be-all. We've always said it. 
that that's where stories end and the next night new ones begin. Yes. Mm -hmm. When I look at SummerSlam, I look at it as... The Orange right. Bowl, the Rose Bowl, I mean... Right, like, it's almost like a bowl game. It's almost Butters. like... I, I like that. I, I don't want to say, like, the All-Star game, because in recent years, yeah. the All-Star games and the Pro Bowls just don't matter anymore. Right. But, what the hell? Oh, you, that's right, George is outside. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a yeah. car honk, and I was like, wait, what the yeah. fuck? Some of, some, um, of the locals, some of the locals are out. Just ignore <laughs> them. But... It's one of those things to where SummerSlam kicks off our season almost. Right. Because yeah. we can all agree from May to August, mm -hmm. right? End of July, early August. It's mm -hmm. rough being a wrestling fan. Yep. It is. Because you're just. But there's it's only one there. organization there is. Even when there's multiple organizations, though, it's rough. Because none of them are really doing anything. Everybody, everybody kind of wants to. <clears throat> it's the summertime. Everybody wants to kind of do a little more family time. Everybody wants to kind of lax off until exactly. you know, until right? they wanted to. Said it's like the summer is going out. The end of summer kicks off. Things. Everybody's traveling. But then the other True. thing is, there's no event to book your shows around. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. People take WrestleMania. And if you've ever been to a WrestleMania city during WrestleMania, you can literally book some kind of wrestling event every minute of every day. That's true. Right? If you're yeah, smart about you're right. it. You're right. You're right? right. SummerSlam is growing to be that way as well. Royal Rumble is growing to be that way as well. Right? Mm -hmm. Survivor Series still isn't there yet, but Survivor Series, it's always around a holiday. It's tough. Right? It's yeah. a Thanksgiving classic. Right, but with SummerSlam, it is truly that event where everybody's back, everybody's getting ready for school, or has just gone back to school. We're home, we're watching TV, we're watching the product, we're back invested, and we kick off with what is always, always there's something to take back from a, a wrestle, uh, SummerSlam, right? There's at least one moment. We've all talked about it tonight. <clears throat> WrestleMania, I can pull three or four or five different moments. That's understandable. It's WrestleMania, right? You always remember the Super Bowl. You always remember what happened there. But you don't always remember week one or that specific Rose Bowl. You remember well, the NFC or like, AFC championship. Exact, well, exactly. If you're an Eagles fan, you remember five NFC championships games. So. <laughs> well, yeah. And some people remember all of them because... Yeah. It was either the greatest day of our lives or none of or the worst you day in, of our lives. You're, you're in bed by like five o'clock, like yeah. I Because <laughs> you had yourself to sleep. Or you're sitting on the edge of your chair going, oh, God, please don't fuck this up. I don't want to be in the yeah. group chat tonight. I don't want to. Oh, I can't handle yeah. this. Yes. Right. So. <laughs> and then when they started going to California and it started being a staple <clears throat> of the staple Center, right? <laughs> God. You know, that's when, in my opinion, they elevated themselves because mm -hmm. now they're on the West Coast. Now they're able to do a little bit more with time and different things like that. They want to go on earlier. They can get away with it. You know, you started seeing longer, bigger productions because Table Center's huge. Yeah. Right? In comparison to some of these other places they yeah. were running. That's true. And then That's Barclays true. Center. Right? Yeah. Barclays Center was new. It was fresh. It's in... It's in New York, and in my opinion, New York will always be wrestling mecca. 
Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's Barclays three letters. Center, yeah, or it's MSG. MSG. Right? Yep. That will always be wrestling mecca. It's New York, <clears throat> Chicago, which we're going to see often. But, yep. I think Philly, you put on that list. Houston is like a sleeper in there, right? People don't remember that certain events were in Houston. They right. remember the events, but it's not until you say, well, that was in Houston because mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. Right? Is that you saying that all the time, that it was in Houston because I was there? Well, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Just saying. But then it's also, you have Los Angeles. Okay. California is, California as a whole, right? Because they do well no matter what city they're in in California. Right. But California is a wrestling state as well. Those mm-hmm. are your big markets. Those are your big demographics, right? And once we started really focusing on those demographics, you started seeing a better movement, right? You, a better SummerSlam. I'll never forget. it. I don't remember the year, right? But it was DX coming out on the tank at SummerSlam. Oh man, that was wasn't that when they were taking on Vince? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yep, yep. yep. That had, I want to say it had to be like 20... 2011. 2011. I was, 2011 they were in the Stable Center. That's why I don't remember what it was. I yeah, it was DX was versus it was DX versus Shane and I remember that. It wasn't eleven. I just looked at eleven. Oh. Twelve. It wasn't twelve either. Was it, was it like eight? Was it 2008? 2009? Nah, because no, Trips was still Trips then. He was still he was still Trips then. Oh, uh, maybe like 2014. It's not 14. I'm looking at 14 right now. Not fit. It wasn't definitely not 15. It definitely wasn't 15. Sean, was, I think no. Sean was going by then. 2009. No, 09. 09. 09. Yep. It, that's right. D- that was the first Staples Center show. DX okay. SummerSlam 2009 entrance. Yep. Yep. That's right. It was the. It was against Legacy. Okay. Oh, against Legacy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah but I'll, that's I'll, right. I'll, I like. I remember the tank. It always meant something. The tank. Right. You know. You have DX so, tank. The Rusev tank. I mean. Tanks are a thing. Yeah. yeah I refer to him as Miro now, sir. He's forever. Rusev, Miro, Miro whatever. The Redeemer. The Redeemer. That's right. God's favorite champion. He needs to patent that name like now. He's a trademark. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, that's a cold. That's a cold name. That's That's a a cold cold name. You. That's merch. That's game. Anything. You know who that is. Anything. You know who that is. Yeah. But Mm. so I I have to agree. I think that SummerSlam 100% rivals WrestleMania. Right, because the Royal Rumble, while yes, it's historic, it's legendary, everybody gets excited for it. We all know that all Royal Rumble served the purpose of is right. to set up the road to WrestleMania. Right, right. Summer road Slam is key. That's the key word. Road. Huh? Right. The That's road. It. Right. I look. If we want to put it in sports terms, right? I look at um, Royal Rumble as. The start of the playoffs. Oh, okay, okay. Right, right. You have this. You you have that be your start of your playoff season. Right, right. You know your wild card game, so to say. You know, 
I, I wouldn't say wild card game because I'd almost say Elimination Chamber has become the wild card game. <clears throat> okay. You know, it, it, yeah, it, that's, that's like good. Like a play-in game. Like yeah, a play-in a, game. Or play-in game. Yeah. You know, but that's how I would look at it. And I look at SummerSlam as week one, the kickoff, your season premiere. And you always have to bring out the best. NFL does it with the Thursday night kickoff game. They bring mm-hmm. out the, the winners from last year and what they hope is a good team to put up against them for this year. Right? right. And right. that's what we get Thursday night. Mm-hmm. You know, in a few weeks, actually. Yeah. And even like when we speak about the road to WrestleMania, if we go back to, I want to say, 2013's WrestleMania, I, for one, people are saying Royal Rumble, like you said, you very eloquently said, Royal Rumble sets up WrestleMania as the road. Hell, there's some years where the road of WrestleMania starts in it starts at SummerSlam 2013. Daniel Bryan goes over John Cena. Randy Orton cashes in money in the bank. That took us all the way to WrestleMania 30. Yeah, but 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 here's the kicker, right? I hindsight looking back, right? Right. Yes, we saw it go to to WrestleMania. In the moment, though, none of us could have said they're gonna ride this wave all the way out. That's very unlike them to do that. that until probably like October, November, once the Yes movement really started to right. form. That's when we said, you know what? They've got something here. If they don't fuck this up, you could ride this out to WrestleMania. True. True. Have we ever had a cash in at Royal Rumble? No. 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 Okay. But another point that I just thought about, too, fellas. Um, I believe who is it? I, I forget who it was that that uh, that just said this, but um, oh gosh, I, I lost my train of thought. No, but I was gonna say that no, you said no, Andy. It was it was you, Ritz, that said WrestleMania is where stories um end. stories end and new ones begin the next but, night. But you could say the same thing about SummerSlam too. Yep. Well, yeah, absolutely. Let's go back. Let's go back because let's go back. I mean, you can I, say the same I, thing about all pay per views, honestly. You no, could, but SummerSlam in particular. Let's go yeah. back to SummerSlam 02. Who will ever forget this rivalry? Shawn Michaels and Triple H, the unsanctioned yep. match. Oh, yep. that was the best. That was the best part of SummerSlam 02. Yeah, that rival. Right. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you what the championship match was that night. Uh, I got it right here. That was the rocket. That was the rocket. That was the rock versus Lesnar. Right? That was when Lesnar won. Became a made man that night. Yeah, but think so. Think of from like end right. So I would say May till the end of July. Mm-hmm. That's the summer league, right? The NBA summer league. Mm-hmm. Right. You're you're seeing teams play and everything like that, and it's great and it's fun to watch. But none of it matters until the season kicks off. True. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So. Or you could uh, put it as, or you could put it as like. You could put it as like WrestleMania would be like your Monday night football and maybe like SummerSlam could be like your uh your Sunday night football because you know either way you're gonna have your best players, your best superstars on See, two of the premier programs. See, to me, Sunday night football has more Pomp and circumstance behind it. It's the best broadcast right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially I, especially since, especially since you put the Super Bowl on night. a Sunday, anyways. Yeah. Right. But Which I'm Super Bowl should be on Saturday, by the way. I just want to throw that out there, NFL. Put the shit on Saturday. 
Say that uh, shit for Bird. Talk about that shit on Bird. This is more sports talk than I ever thought we would do on this show. You keep bring <laughs> sports up. Well, because I'm showing that I pay attention. I'm trying you, to get some credit you? from the. I'm trying comparisons, to get some comparisons. from the boss. Just let me let me do my little ass kissing moment, and we'll move on. Is that, okay. is that what the little brown spot on your nose is? No, that's a oh, little oh, oh. Thanks, dickhead. <laughs> Or did you eat? Or, or did you eat too much of the chocolate batter? Oh, you're gonna go down this oh, road. Lord. Okay. Oh, All right. Lord. Butters wants to play tonight, boys. Oh no! Lord. But I'm more prone to sit down and watch a Sunday night football game than I am okay. a Monday night football game. Yeah. You know, I it, okay. it's because there's, I and I think what helps them is there's nothing the fuck else on on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There ain't dick on. So. But let's get, into, let's get into this week in wrestling, okay? I think okay. that might be our yeah. question. Yeah. So <laughs> normally, we just kind of start at Monday and work our way through, mm-hmm. right? But I can I can sense that my, my, my Georgia friend really, 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 really wants to talk some AEW. I do. I'll so, be honest. So we're going to skip Monday. We're going to skip Tuesday. Okay. We're going to skip half a Friday. And we're just going to dive right in to, to the AEW hours Dynamite. Of and, yeah, in the three hours of AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage. Okay. Right? Great George, shows. George, I've never done this. But I'm going to let you just kind of take us and lead us. You lead the conversation for this. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, uh, Ritz. And I will be very happy to do so. So, um, like I was just saying, AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage this past Wednesday and Friday were phenomenal shows. Uh, we'll start off with Dynamite first. Um, we kicked it off uh, with a six-man tag of the Elite going up against uh, Mike Matt Seidel and uh, who's the who's the other guy? Um, the one uh, Dante Martin. Dante Martin, right, from Top Flight. 20 years old. 20 years old. Phenomenal six-man tag. That's probably one of the better trios matches I've ever seen, let alone one of the better trios matches I've seen to kick off a pro wrestling broadcast. I mean, Dante Martin looked like a bona fide star. I mean, a shining star. I mean, from the, the big spots to the hot tags to... The uh, the near falls, you name it. This dude was just shining all over the place. And I truly believe uh, Matt Seidel is one of the more underrated um, professional wrestlers in professional wrestling. Like, I remember him when he was Evan Bourne back in WWE. Mm-hmm. And I still believe, you know, he did not get his just due. But I'm glad Tony Khan was smart enough to pick up this guy and bring him to All Elite Wrestling. Because that guy... He definitely belongs there. and He's definitely earning his keep. And his brother is not too bad either. So uh, I really enjoyed that match top to bottom. Yes. And then, like, to put the lemon on top of the tea, you had Christian come up there and lay the, um, the groundwork for Rampage. Now, this is what threw me for a loop. Now, for all of you people out there and all of you um, in this very ring viewers – that are WWE people that think that AEW's booking is over the top, let me prove you wrong right now. Because when Christian came out 
and he had that in-ring segment with Omega. I did not have any idea. I didn't even see him challenging Omega for the Impact Championship coming. I thought he was straight up talking about challenging Omega for the AEW Championship on Rampage. I'm like, oh, I did oh too. my goodness. I did too. We're, yeah. And I was thinking like, oh, shit. We're going to get this on Rampage. Oh, my gosh. Like, wow. But right. when he said Impact Championship, I said, okay, that's a nice little swerve. Right. And and I started to put one and one together. I said, okay, he's going after the Impact Championship. Okay, Kenny's getting kind of burned out from all of the traveling back and forth from Nashville to wherever AW is. So Christian is coming to take the load off of him, give him a little breather. That's smart. I applaud Tony Khan and the rest of AEW creative for doing that. So phenomenal setup to the championship match. Then you had um, Jungle Boy um, speaking up for the Jurassic Express. They're going to put the titles on the line against uh, the Young Bucks next week on Dynamite. I'm going to tell you right now, as good as this run has been for the Bucks and as much as I love seeing them with the AEW Tag Team Championships, they got a crown Jurassic Express. This crowd has been begging for it. They've been begging to scream and pop for these guys two years in the making. Make it happen, Tony Khan. Crown these two. They're setting up. They're setting. I feel like they're setting up this week's Dynamite in Houston to be one of the best Dynamites they've had. Like this card is just stacked. Absolutely. Like you feel, I feel like they're trying to cheat it like treat treat it like it's a raw MSG show. Now, the one thing about the opener and the whole aftermath for Christian Cage, and this is nitpicking, and I'm not saying I'm just pro WWE or AEW, which I'm not. I'm pro wrestling overall. Right, right. The Slidell brothers were just they telegraphed it too much when they were sitting outside waiting for them for Dante to take the pin and then running late. Like at, which is not it's nobody's fault that's out there in the ring. Right. The production right. truck should go to a different camera angle or something. That's Tony Khan sometimes with his eyes getting too caught up into what he's watching as a fan and not seeing right. how it comes across. Now right. the other thing I didn't like as soon as Christian said Scott D Amore, I knew what was happening for Rampage. I mm. knew what was happening for him and I knew that he was going over which they're not going to have him lose before All Out. Now we know how All Out's main event is going to end. Kenny's going yeah. over. Of course. You see what I'm saying? Of course. So, so, like, that's the only downside that watching the matches and the setup, I loved it. That's the right. only kind of thing where I think that they kind of telegraphed it where Kenny having all these straps kind of backed them into a corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, there was some talks that maybe I probably even thought maybe they could do no contest on Friday. I'm glad to see that he went over clean on Friday. But at the same time, now I'm like, shit, we know what's going to happen to All Out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we know what's going to happen. And, that, and if they don't put it on last, then cool. You, I can't have that main event because I think that outcome is now so predictable because there's not, especially who AEW caters to, that 18 to 49 demographic. We all know that Kenny's going over. He's not losing twice. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? He's not I losing disagree. twice. So, you, you disagree? I disagree. Okay. I said this on this program, but it's what, a month ago? At right? least, at least a it month was, ago. Could have been soon, you know, of the, older. It was right around the time where it was Jungle Boy versus Omega. 
We okay. yep. booked it out. We booked the downfall of Kenny Omega. Kenny was going to lose everything. And it was going to start, we thought it was going to start with the AEW title. Okay. Right? We thought he was going to mm-hmm. drop it to Jungle Boy. Right? But then I had Impact next. I have him losing tonight to Andrade at AAA. Right? And Is that next going on right now? It's, it's yes. happening soon. Okay. Right? Uh, for I should say it's happening soon. I've been keeping up with it. Diana Perazzo, yeah, she won new AAA Mania double, champion. She's a triple a double champion. But we booked out the downfall of Kenny Omega, and ultimately he's going to end with the last title he was going to lose was going to be the AEW World Title, right? Had it not had he not lost it to Jungle Boy, had it right. not started with that, he was going to end yep. it with that. He was going to go away for a little bit, right? Because he's take he deserves time off. He's going to take the time off. And he was going to come back as the cleaner. He was going to yeah. get rid of this whole, I'm gaudy, I'm this, I'm over the top. Like, I hate this Kenny Omega. I'm Me too. To, but I hate this Kenny Omega. Me too. Yes. I yeah, miss- it's it's kind of it's kind of cheesy. It's kind of yes. WWE-esque. And I, I think it's more because I just can't stand Don Callis with the fiery, burning passion <laughs> of a thousand suns. But that's great. That that's great. That's no, great. He's doing I, his job. I yes. completely agree. And I respect him. I respect the hell that he can do that and get the reaction out of me. Like, even though, like, I know he's doing his job, I'm like, I still fucking hate you. I hate seeing right. you on my screen. Right? But, but I think he's going to go away, separate himself from Don, kind of separate himself from his little entourage that he has, and come back as the New Japan Kenny the Cleaner Omega. Blonde streak and everything, every fucking everything. Hey, okay. it'd be it'd be something good to see. Yeah, it really would. It really would. Because I don't but, think um, the AEW fans would know what to do with that Kenny Omega. No, do you think? That, do you think that the AEW fans aren't already aware of? of oh no, I think they are. I don't. Film? I don't think the. I don't think the American fans would know what to okay. do with Kenny no. Omega. I'll yeah. broaden that. I I totally agree with you. So, going on from that, we had uh, a couple of uh, promo segments, which I thoroughly love. The first one I'm going to get to, obviously, is Malachi Black. I mean, can we just go ahead and agree, from the time he's been here, this this guy has been, like, the superstar of the month. I mean, from the match with Cody to this promo this week, I mean, this guy has been Mr. UPS. He has delivered, Okay. Bringing I up the boot, <laughs> showing the I, boot that he still has is amazing. That is amazing. And yes. the line that I love the most, the coldest line that he said before he ended that interview was he said, Cody, we're both lonely men, but you're lonely because you surround yourself with people. I'm lonely because I find solitude. Ooh. Two totally at home, boy. I said, this dude, Mal- yeah, this guy, Malachi Black, is he is yeah. reborn in AEW. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the yeah. whole, you know, you yeah. got one with the grave. Tell me when you want to put the mm. other one in there. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Like, if this guy is not in the main event within the next two or three months, like, something is wrong. Like and, and that's the thing they have so many because at some point MJF is going to get a title ring, 
Absolutely. Yeah, if MJF doesn't get a title shot by this time next year, we are seriously doing something wrong. Right, and that like Malachi, Alistair, Tommy, and whatever you want to call them, they have so, so many heels. But the thing is with AEW as a whole is they make everything mean something. They do. They do. From Preach. every match, it means Preach. something. And that's that's Preach. what we talked about in the green room before we came on. That's where it's just logical shit. This is not hard. Tony Khan and them are doing Kiss. They keep it simple, stupid. You see what I'm saying? They, they, they make every and they make they make it feel vested. They make it feel and vested. Pete, Even the QT Marshall segment. Now I know you'll get to it. That was vested. It, yes, it, meant it was. It was. And I'm gonna tell you this too. I'm gonna tell all y'all this. Since we're making predictions, Rich, I am going to predict right here on this very ring. You've heard it here from the mouth of Two Live Brews himself. By this time in 2022, Malachi Black will be your new TNT champion. He is going to be the guy to yeah. Damn, hold the fuck on. I said this last week. We didn't. George wasn't here last week, so it don't count. Yes, he was. This motherfucker yes, yeah, was. was. Last week. Yeah. Yes, yes, he I was. Was. I'm, pretty, was. I'm pretty sure last week those words came out of my mouth. But at the I same time, no, Ritz. But at the same time, no, Ritz. Were you really sure when you said it? Yes, because Ooh. I flat out told you. Damn. Like, Malachi, because we, I agreed with you. Malachi is white hot right now. Right? He's unstoppable. Everything he's putting out is gold. Right? You can't insert him into the title picture right now because they have their thing going on with Jungle Boy and Christian right. Cage, and there's there was too many people in that role. Miro's right. doing fuck all over here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. He's got great promos and everything like that, but what's he doing? Again, said, don't. What did I say last week? What did I say last week, Rince, about Miro? What did I say he needs to do? Repeat he needs himself. to have that moment. He's right. missing he that needs moment. To have the moment. Right. And we all said that Rampage was going to be the show for the TNT champion. It was going to be Miro's show. Yeah. That's where he was going to get his moment. Whether it was putting Malachi Black over and having, because we agreed that having your moment doesn't necessarily mean you win a match. No, you no, the best the best match of your life and still lose. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. So like, I, you take you t- you take you take this week's rampage for example. Fuego del Sol, he had mm-hmm. his moment this week. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he even did. in even in the loss, he had his moment. He did. And and Sammy Guevara run rub afterwards. There yeah. you go. There you go. Exactly. But I just had to put that out there. That. Because I'm going to tell you what. I'll tell you. The fans fans are itching to cheer Miro. He's got this whole Redeemer heel gimmick right now. But that is going to change here very, very soon. Because I, 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 I got a little... I read between the lines of that Malachi Black promo. And I don't know if y'all did the same. But I read it between the lines. I think he was indirectly talking about Miro. When he I said, do, think do think they're on a the collision course, though. Yes, because mm-hmm. when he said, "Whoever I choose to appear uh, to, I, wh- whoever I choose to appear in front of next, I'm gonna make you feel desolate," and all of these things that he said, 
and he was using this real spiritual terminology. I was like, he's talking about Miro. That's what he's talking yeah. about. That's what he's got to yeah. be talking about. It's inevitable. The only thing is when they do, see, the, the Redeemer portion, like you said, I think it's run its course as a heel. See, right. The Redeemer works better when he longer, just a long view, when he's a face. When he's working as a face, because you got natural heels that he can redeem. There's, these guys are naturally bad. You feel what I'm saying? And that's where right. I think Malachi comes in. But the one, the one thing we hear with Meryl's promos every time is his hot wife. When the hell are we going to see her? I think her, I would probably say her. She has like what four more weeks before she can't compete. <laughs> right? I, I we see her so. on Twitter and Instagram. I tell you that much. <laughs> but so I've been like I said, I follow her on Twitter. I follow her on Instagram, and she appear, she occasionally appears on my TikToks. Right now, probably in the last week or so, uh-huh. she started using AEW hashtags. Right? Oh, she's close. Do you want to see me on AEW? Do you want to see me with my with my husband? Right. She started teasing it more and more and more yeah. over the last week or so, at least of what I've noticed. Right. Yeah. Sometimes now I don't make it to the cast, thing. but I noticed. Now that. here's right. Now here's the only thing, Miss. Now let me let me drop this on you. Now let's say Lana does make a shocking appearance on an AEW rampage since we're dubbing it Miro's show now, Un, yeah. unofficially, right? So let's say she does make a shocking appearance on a rampage one Friday. Now, how is this going to fit into the equation of Malachi? Because Zelina is already with WWE. She's signed, sealed, delivered. So where would she fit in the scheme of things if, if they were to bring her in alongside? Now, what we could see is we could take it back to an angle. How's this man going to ask me a question and then answer the fucking question himself? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. You sit your crap beer looking ass down right there and you let me answer. Damn. I've been waiting on that. I've been waiting on that the whole time. Now I'm a fish. Now I'm a Officially in in this very ring now. Now yes. now I've been yes, initiated now. Yes, I'm in there now. Go ahead, Rich. I officially have been initiated. So I think if you bring damn knock off Apollo Cruz. <laughs> hey, now here he comes out of ruin the joke. <laughs> See, that's where you should have called him like Great Value Apollo Cruz or like Dollar Tree Apollo Cruz, right? But what also butters works- is Commanders no Z's. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's how you tell a joke. That's how you get to <laughs> But back to the point, right? Yes. For Lana, I think you keep her away from the Malachi Black story almost, right? You bring her in, mm-hmm. but you let her start doing her own thing to establish herself. Because if you bring her in while he's feuding with Malachi, all she's going to do is bring that down because she's not established in front of the AEW fans. What we all remember from Lana is a girl who was put through a table ten times by Nia Jax. But who who <laughs> out there doesn't know that that's, her, that's his wife though? That's no, the thing. Every, this is when everything goes wrong. But everybody knows. To. Everybody knows she's his wife. Right. Right. But personally, uh-huh. I don't care. She's his wife. Because you I think would, she's your wife? No, no, no. That's Mandy. 
right? Get it right. Mandy, Liv, Alexa, I'll take a few. But <laughs> he said I want concubines. Not now he wanted to be princess of Africa country. Well, he want well, what, was, what was that Tommy Dreamer promo? Tommy Dreamer promo? I'll take them both. I'm hardcore. Right? Right. There you go. But you need to position her to where she makes a name for herself in AEW. She's able to put her WWE pass behind her. And then she can go and be out there with Mira. Like for big matches like Brandy was for Cody. Right? You see Brandy out there for the big matches, the all-out matches, the whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? But she's just out there. We know she's out there as support. Right. Right? It's not she's out there to lend to the story in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? She's out there supporting her husband. I think she comes in and you pick a woman in the on the roster. You don't put her with Britt Baker, right? But you no. put her with somebody in there to help build her and then eventually put her over as an Red established Velvet. star. Red Velvet, there you go. You know what I mean? That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. So yeah. that's how you bring Lana in. You now she obviously shows up in a promo with Rusev, right? Right. There's right. no other way to do that. Yeah. But then you let her fuck off and do her own thing. Yeah. So you want to? So you're cool. You want to see her as? A, you want to see her as an in-ring talent? Yeah. I do. I do. That's the only way. Okay. That's the only way she'll be able to. Establish herself to his point. And so a that legitimate way, in-ring talent. Right. So that way when she finally does get over enough to where the AEW fans like really know who she is, then if you want to insert her into a storyline with Miro that's major, now not only do you have Miro, but now you also have that other important piece to the equation, which is Lana, that will help get Miro even more over the top because it's like now you kind of got a Randy Savage Miss Elizabeth thing going on except she's you know not as weak as Miss Elizabeth was no disrespect but I don't see, think you're when, when Elizabeth right. was around right you know and Damien we'll, we'll touch on the on the Lana can't fight but when Elizabeth was around the women weren't weren't in the ring Right, yep. the women yeah. were out there solely as a valet. Elizabeth was positioned and designed to literally just go out there and be arm candy for Macho Man, and occasionally, as her career prog- uh, progressed, she would you know run and get Hogan, or you know she would do the dirty tactics when she was with the NWO, you know, right. and then the stuff with the Nature Boy. Be a distraction. Yeah, she was a distraction. She could distract when needed, but that's all she was. She was something to look at. Right, no disrespect to Elizabeth, but wrestling was a different time back then. Yep. Right, even when Sonny was a was an uh, was a manager, Sonny was just twenty years ago, thirty years ago. Sonny <laughs> was something to look at. Yep. Now, don't even get me started. I, I you know, it, oh. it more or less all that got all that got started with Sable, and then it progressed into what we have exactly. now. Sable yep. was the turning point. You know, we always had. Uh, Fabulous Moolah, May Young. You you had the Alundra Blaze, right? Alundra Blaze mm-hmm. was was also somebody who changed the game. But it wasn't until they brought Sable in to work with Alundra for that right. very little bit, and they started bringing in more talent. 
to actually give Alundra people to wrestle. And then Alundra fucks off and goes to WCW where they've got Japanese women. And now women's wrestling is on the rise. Right. Yep. But back to you, George. I think George froze out on us. Oh, damn. Yeah, I think George definitely froze out on us. Um, so. Yeah. That's good are you point. back? But, um. No. These are, all, these are all great. These are all great points that, um. What up, Nate? Yo, Nate. Can you hear me? Nate. Uh, yeah. You're choppy. Can y'all hear me now? Yeah, you're, you're coming nah. back. You're, you're a little can bit y'all hear me back. now? Yeah. Can y'all hear me now? I can hear you. I can hear you. Can't hear you now. I don't know if you're saying anything. I don't, yeah. I don't think you're saying anything either. Nah, bro. You, I, I think we might have lost. Uh, it looks like his connection's all jacked up. While while George is figuring things out, let's give Nate that shout out that he rightfully deserves, uh, and allow us to plug uh, HD membership. Guys, yes. if, you don't, if you don't know, Nate Moss is the host of Money Pot Podcast every Sunday morning here on HD Radio uh, with Money Pot Podcast. What, what that brings, what that means is that you guys for nine ninety nine a month have the ability to become an HUD No Notes member. That gives you appearances on shows, members-only streams, shout-out, and Nate Moss and his team over at the Money Pot Podcast will give you those weekly sports picks to help put a little cash in your pocket. So, big shout-out to Nate and his team over there. So, we're going to we're gonna get George figured out, let him get his stream squared away and situated. Uh, yes, sir. Situated. So until he comes back, we'll put the AEW conversation on hold because I know that's something he really wants to be a part of. Right? If we get him back, we'll jump right back into it. But let's go to Raw. Let's go to Monday Night on Raw. And okay. something that stands out big to me, and Butters and I, you were talking about it a little bit earlier, was Elias is dead. The character yeah. Elias is dead. What does that mean for the Drifter? Does that mean just the, the, the singer slash guitarist Elias is dead and he's coming back as Elias, you know, the, the wrestler? Or are we getting a whole new character coming back as, you know, I'm Eli or, you know, go Book of Eli on, you know, WWE or something? It, yes, you know, it leaves vague because it's just a promo for a new character, you know. But do we does Vince pull events in – shave your head and, you know, wear a singlet and go out there and get wrecked every week till I decide to release you two weeks later. For me, it's, I like it because it shows something new as far as just, it wasn't going anywhere. They knew when to pull it. And to be honest with you, the the final nail in the coffin of Elias, the character, two words, it was Rick Boobs. That was it. Yeah. You got to do yeah. that was getting over, not even in the ring, more over than what Elias has ever been. I see. I disagree. Well, no, okay. I wouldn't say ever. I mean, it's been a while since Elias was that over, and then it's never gave him anything tangible to run with. You know what I mean? The, so it's really, it's really on the book and fault. But I like this because 
it's just a, it's a change of pace. And maybe Vince is like, I do got to change this shit up. You know what I mean? I can't keep having the same four guys wrestle some type of variation of matches every week for the, for four or five weeks in a row leading up to a pay-per-view, have a pay-per-view, and then it's on to the next one. You know what I mean? It's just something a little bit different to where Elias really got lost in the shuffle. I mean, hell, he lost to Jackson Riker, a.k.a. Gunner. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing with that guy? He's he's probably one rung up from him being an enhancement talent. You know what I mean? So yeah. you got Elias who has some has some big wins, some big programs, and some big – I think he has a couple – does he have WrestleMania matches under his belt? I think I'm so. I'm not mistaken. So, uh, so he might have one, I think. I'm not but, even saying but, a win, but I think just a match at WrestleMania. But That's what I'm saying. I think he's had one. Okay. Here's the thing with Elias, and you, you bring up the Jackson, the, the Jackson Riker thing, right? I think that was the plan was for him to lose that match, though. Okay. Because I think to your point, we saw the writing on the wall with the Elias character post pandemic, right? And I shouldn't say we're out of the woods yet, but crowds are back. We're back to doing live shows, and it's just not picking up the steam that he had beforehand because i've been in the arenas with elias you know and he was on fire you know the walk with elias yeah, uh, right the, everything like that 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 was a it's a crowd pleaser right the dude would just come out sit in the ring for 10 minutes and i don't need you to wrestle right right i got my good from you but yeah. i think they were realizing you know what this just isn't playing off we've got rick boogs over here doing something very similar <laughs> And it's working with the Nakamura thing, right? Yes. Let's give that to them. Let's find something new for you. We're gonna we're gonna have you lose series of matches to people that you shouldn't lose to, mm-hmm. so that you can say, you know what, Elias, you, and you do this great promo. Yeah. Monday yes. night, you do this great vignette, and we we throw the guitar in the fire and we walk away. You know, to be that had Jeremy Borash written all over it. Yeah, 100% it did. 100%. Right? But now he's this phoenix rising from the ashes, and what does that bring? You know, so, Kate Moss says he said, in Very good. He had a nice run in the ring, but he stiffed him. He can't hang with the big boys. He can't stand him too over the top. I don't disagree with you. Right? I don't disagree with that statement at all. But I also can't fully 100% agree with it. Because... Okay. Where I think sometimes, yes, he was very over the top and whatever. Some of the stuff that would come out of his mouth, his mic work and ever, was great. WrestleMania 34 with Cena and Undertaker doesn't happen the way it happens without Elias. He was that bridge. Right. Elias, the character of Elias was always the bridge to take us to the next segment, the next thing happening, the next whatever. You've always got somebody on the roster that can do that, that can be a bridge, right? The people like to see you, whether it's they like to see you get your ass kicked or you've got a shtick that they like to be a part of. And then mm-hmm. we go to the next thing. You're a transitional guy. and There's nothing wrong with that. Do you see him with this realignment? I know you guys had a great show last week talking about all the releases. Do we see him go back to NXT? Because, you know, the quote unquote, the reason is they want to get smart get bigger guys i mean hell you take the talent that you're not using on the main roster repackage them or rebrand them and throw them in nxt to try to build a brand up and get these guys to read to to kind of re and reinvent themselves i reserve my right to answer that question until after 
NXT TakeOver next week. Okay. Because, oh, I'm sorry, Nate's saying he can't stand Rick. He thinks Rick is too over the top. Oh, he is? Yeah, but Nak- You see Nakamura's dancing, Nate? What the fuck yeah, is that? They, they, they match up. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? They're the, they're the right kind of fucked up for each other. Yes. <laughs> but I, I think that oh. once we see where the title pictures are, who's in what role? Did you hit your head? Yes, you did. Yep. Oh, title God. belt right above my head. You're stupid. The heavy one, of course. Of course. Um, you have. We're going to see a different landscape of NXT a week from tomorrow night. Yeah. For NXT TakeOver 36. Right. So I, I definitely think there's there's something there. Okay. Um, do I see him going back? Maybe. I just don't want them to flood the the NXT roster with main roster people, right? Right. Mandy's already down there. I, I don't where is Elias gonna fit is my question. So I think we might have George back. We look like we have a little setting change here. So let's bring Two live group back up in here. What the hell? Hey. Man, my damn phone died on me, guys. Sorry, I had to. I had to dip out. I had to dip out of the. I had to dip out of the. Uh, the 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 public tourist uh, site, and I had to come on back to the car. So I'm in the car now. Oh, what a rookie move! You hate to see it. Hey, but uh, I'm a trooper uh, though. Yeah, he made that. I, gotta, I gotta give him credit because when Brian's phone used to die on agree to disagree, he would just be done. He just wouldn't come back. Screw it. <laughs> I'm clocking out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I'm in it to win it, man. So we're talking about Elias. Okay. Okay. Um, we wanted to put the AEW conversation on hold until you got back, so we'll wrap up Elias. We'll go back to AEW for you. Okay. okay. With Elias okay. saying that. His character is dead. Where do you see him going? Does he go back to NXT? Does he repackage himself as something different? What's next for the Drifter? Uh, you know what? I can actually see Elias going back to NXT and kind of having um, the whole Finn Balor treatment. Like, he was a guy that, you know, tried to find success as best he could on the main roster, but Vince, again, just didn't know what to do with him, and creative didn't have nothing for him. So they were just – so they finally came to the conclusion like, hey, if you want to step out of the main roster, go rebuild yourself, go build yourself back up. You're more than happy to go to NXT – and I say he still keeps the drifter gimmick, but it's funny you mentioned the word repackaged, Ritz. He keeps the drifter gimmick, but only this time, it's a darker, more, more evil drifter. So let's say. Like he used to do in NXT, he just shows up out of nowhere. Let's just say, I don't know, Kyle O'Reilly is 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 facing Roderick Strong. And let's just say the camera cuts towards the crowd, and you just see this guy with, like, straight black hair, 
but it's cut short. And you see him like with this walk with the drifter, not walk with Elias, walk with the drifter, black shirt on, blue jeans, black boots. And he's just standing there with his arms crossed, just staring a hole into the ring. And um, uh, Wade Barrett and um, whatever that, uh, Vic Joseph, it was like, wait a minute, is that, is that a, is that Elias? And, and right. Wade Barrett is like, I, I don't see him in my peripheral view. Oh, oh my goodness, <laughs> yes, that is the drifter. <laughs> Elias is back in NXT. I can't believe this. He looks a lot darker. What's his agenda? What is he doing here? So that might be the greatest English accent anybody's ever tried on this show. I tried. That's that's the key word. And see, that's the key word. Key word I tried. But here's here's the thing. With with this drifter, with this version of the drifter, his whole mission is to not get people to walk with him. His mission this time around okay. is he lost his way, and being that he lost his way, he's trying to carve a new path in trying to find his way to the top. So basically, he's drifting, quote-unquote, back into the realm of NXT because Raw or SmackDown, you know, kind of did not carve out that path for him that he thought it did. So he basically was lost, lost in his mind, lost in his career. And now he's come back to the place where he originally started his journey. And now it's come full circle to where he's trying to, quote unquote, complete that journey and get his vindication by winning a championship in NXT. Okay. I wouldn't mind saying, like, depending on who goes over with the NXT title next week, um, maybe a Samoa Joe Elias type of program. But, I, I mean, when you do a move like this, I you need to go away for, like, three, four months. Like, this isn't something where I need you to, to pop back up right away. Ritz, if you want right. to pop up Damien's question real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick before I do Damien's question. Nate saying, hey, SummerSlam live reactions, let's do it. We are doing SummerSlam live reactions next week okay. um, here on In This Very Ring. But Can I have we... a suggestion? What? Can I make a suggestion, Ritz? Maybe. Okay. I know I'm a rookie and everything, but um, I just, I just think that a live reactions would not be a live reactions without, let's say, a little refreshment. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some, <laughs> maybe some cookies here. Maybe a little, you know, Pringles chips here. You know, a little live snackaroo on the broadcast. Snackaroo, uh, fam. You clearly have not hung out with me for a pay per view. Oh, we, I've already figured out, like, I've rearranged the room so that we could do this live reaction, and that table back there will be full of snacks. You didn't see what I had for WrestleMania when I, we were set I up, up, when I was set up up here. It started over here, and I had a cooler of a gallon and a half of tea 
went oh, over dear here God, this man was desk. ready. I had wings. I had cookies. I had pretzels. I you had are my guy. Duh, I'm fat. You are my guy. No, you are my guy. I'm just saying. I think I think it was what I think it was I think it was Royal Rumble. I showed up. I showed up with the brownie bites. I showed up with the M and M cookies. I showed up with the chocolate chip cookies. I was bringing the desserts, baby. He brought the food. I brought the desserts. Oh yeah. That's why Um, you two are brothers. I just want to let you know that. I'm just saying. (laughs) But yes, we will be doing live reactions next week. We're figuring out how it's all going to work. We've at least got to figure it out on our end. We'll figure out how it's going to work if anybody wants to join us. Um, but here's Damien's question. Damien says, I have a feeling, quick question. Since y'all mentioned Vince in love with big guys, if Vince wants big guys, why the hell would he bring Samoa Joe back? He's not even that tall. So, Damien, Samoa Joe and his personality and anything works in any fucking decade of any era of wrestling. You go back and you watch yep. that Paul Heyman promo. When he had, he made me believe he had a shot to beat Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why oh, we yeah. bring him back. Vince is probably. You know, I was there. I say this: Samoa Joe needs to be on the main roster. He doesn't even need to be in NXT right now. He's. I, I, I think. I think he's on the NXT roster to keep it low and slow from his concussions he's been having. Okay. Because I think with NXT, you're able to take it a little slower. You're not on the road. You're you're more of in one place. You're not doing too much. This way they can see where Joe is going. True. Good point. And at least here, if something happens, they know better. If, as say, you know, versus he's on Raw, he's on SmackDown, he's out on the road, you know, 300-something days of the year. He's more prone to get another concussion. He's more prone to get injured again. I mean, he, uh, that sucks because, I mean, me, I, anytime I can see Joe and his true nature, I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. Every time. Right. I just love this Joe that we've had on NXT recently. Passionate. Like, mm-hmm. it's been great. You know, the whole when uh, Adam and Kyle were fighting in the back. And he oh, my God. This one security guard out of the way and just locked up. Uh, Adam Cole and Kyle was grabbing the other security guard going, no, no, no. You you stand here. Get in front of me. <laughs> hey, when he wakes up, tell him to see Mr. Regal. Greg Malachi uh, chiming in saying, what's up? He tuned love, in at the right time. That guy fat guy talk. Cool. Right time. What are you talking about? It's always fat time. It's always fat guy talk on in, on in this very ring. Almost called it NXT. Uh, <laughs> but mm. no, this this Joe is great. This is a great Joe. All right, George, you ready to bring us back to AEW? Quick uh, Triple Mania update. Or I think we lost George again, but go ahead. Uh, quick Triple Mania update. We had a surprise. All right. Triple Mania. Right. Ric Flair has come out with Andrade at Triple Mania. Uh, but no, is anybody really surprised though? It's, yeah. about, it's about to be his son-in-law. I know, but still, come on, it, it's kind of a surprise, probably for at least for AAA, at least for Mexico. You know, Ric Flair. That's probably one of the things why he, you know, he wanted out of his contract. He he probably asked Vince to at least just go out with his son-in-law, and Vince said no, so he's like, I want out of my contract. I think I mean I don't think he gives a shit about his it, soon to be son-in-law. I mean, listen, I wish him nothing but the best, but, I mean, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see that marriage. Like, what wrestling marriage lasts like that when they're both performers and they're both alphas? He's an alpha. I, I, she's the alpha. Triple H and Stephanie. I don't know. I mean, she's not really an alpha, but you know what I mean. I want. I want. I want you to tell her that. I mean, it depends. On what, in the, in the, in I, want, I want you to look at her and say, "Ma'am, you're not an alpha." Well, I'm talking about in the setting of, like, I, Steph didn't need to. Steph never needed to be now behind closed doors. Yeah, but Steph never was in front of the camera and had to be all about me, me, me all the time. You see what I'm saying? As a performer, you know what I mean. I don't think that was her true nature. Now behind the doors, as a businesswoman, I give her, I give her, give her ten million dollars. Gonna make me fifty. She'll do that shit in in, in five years, <laughs> hands down. What I'm talking about, like just the personality of Charlotte and Andrade together. I I don't. See, and then you throw Rick in there. Could you imagine fucking having an argument and they gotta have Rick mediate the shit? <laughs> First of all, Rick is not the person that you want as a marriage counselor. Exactly. Rick Rick, Rick Dude, would mediate somebody with said shots. To me the other day, somebody called me Rick Flair the other day, right? And I was no. like, no, 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 no. Don't compare me to that man because that man, well, yes, it is space now. What? Oldest ride, longest line. The man's been divorced four times, three times. <laughs> and, you know, and he's broke. He's a broke motherfucker. Oh, he gonna get his he gonna get his bag back up. Right. As long as he got the name Ric Flair, he can woo. He gonna get his bag back up. Man almost died several can't, times. Can't kill the woo, man. Can't kill the woo. I, 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 I honestly think death comes knocking at his door, opens the door, sees it's Ric Flair, goes, "Nope, not this time. Fuck this. It's Flair. We're done." He ain't got enough liquor down there. He got like, and he got like, he got like four. And he got like four, five baby mamas in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Queen City. Queen City death, for real. Death, death opens it up and went, We can't afford your child support. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention all the uh, unknowns. Oh, God. <laughs> God help us all. Mm -hmm. um, so, George is still having connection problems. So, we're going to drop him back there until we get that squared away. Um, honest to God, from Raw, did anybody else think that the the spot with the baby doll and Dewdrop and Alexa oh my was God. just fucking weird? That was creepy and weird. I mean, the winking eye just kind of like it's, too, it's it's getting too cheesy, man. Like at some point, and at some point, you just have to fucking wrestle. Yeah. I don't care. What your what your gimmick is? What what you got to get your character? The fiend wrestled. You feel what I'm saying? Like he did all this, mm -hmm. but he at the end of the day, he was still able to wrestle, and it didn't take away. I mean, I love Alexa. Just just stop. Let her go back to the little the Joker shit that she was before. She's doing. You all know she. If you didn't know before, now you know she has a gymnast background. That's where yeah. her background came from. Tumbling foot. So all that shit comes easy to her. It's just it's just too choreographed. It's one of the things I don't like about AEW in certain cases. It's, it's just too choreographed. The spots are too predictable, and you see people trying to get themselves in a certain spot to make it happen. And with WWE, they do a very good job of not doing that. When you throw too much into a match like they're trying to do with Alexa, there's too many moving parts. 
It's too many moving parts, bro. And it's I, I just I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, like she, she did the crawling thing twice, if I'm not mistaken, right, Butters? During that match, I don't, I, I don't remember the that match very. You know, I exactly. kind of catch that, the. You know, well, I, I catch most of the clips on YouTube and long work week. I don't remember half the crap. Well, tell Coca Cola to give you a break, man. <laughs> you tell them that. Hey, people gotta but, drink their soda, man. <laughs> That's a lot of soda. Woo! <laughs> but I mean, other than I feel like they just needed to part Ava and Dewdrop and give Dewdrop her name back. Quit with the Dewdrop. Yeah, I, I like you know Piper Niven better than I like Dewdrop. I, I don't like. I, I guess I get it. I see the whole writing on the wall that it's eventually going to be Piper versus. Ava, because you know they get pissed off at each other. It's it's the same bullshit, different day. Right, at but the like the day. This is the one thing where I just I'm like Vince. What do you? What's your end game? Right, like and these women they sell themselves. <clears throat> Fucking look at them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just look at them. Like you don't need to do shit. They they it's, some some days they sell it better than the men. Yeah, you see, it's like you don't. They don't need to do anything and. Man, listen, don't get me wrong. NXT is, is somewhat stacked with women right now. I I don't know what the hell they're doing with Frankie Monet, Tara Valkyrie. But if you were to put Piper in NXT, I mean, this is just it just adds to it. Like home, big big girl can wrestle. Big yeah, girl she, can go. She came, she came over from NXT UK. Right. She was damn good over there. She's still damn good on Raw. It's just they're slowly doing it with her. They're not really giving it what she needs, you know, what she should have. Right. And you take up this segment. You take up these blocks of time in this segment that does, it doesn't need to be this long. I mean, five minutes and then, like I said, this is too choreographed. If they want to have the doll, whatever else, in some spot and just have the doll come down, cool. But then when you keep referring to the doll, you got to stand the doll up. The doll has to wink. This, that, the third. Like, I... At the, I don't know what I'm watching. Am I watching a wrestling match or what? What am I watching? Am I watching a wrestling? I, I was gonna say, am I watching a wrestling match or a cheesy Netflix horror movie? It's like watching Robot Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Done. Exactly. Nail on the head. Boom. Done. Yeah. I, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, outside of outside of that, I mean, RK Bro. I mean. Are they yeah. just teasing? Are, 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 is the breakup being teased to where they're just going to get a title shot for the tag titles at SummerSlam yeah. and win them? It's, it's, it's going to be like it's the Team Hell No thing all over again where they're just going to be forced to be together because they're just going to be the enemy to my enemy is my friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yep. it's like so that's, this week, that's what's going to happen. So the, this week we're going to get the announcement of RK Bro versus Styles and almost for the tag titles at SummerSlam. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I don't need Bobby to talk. <laughs> MVP, that's your you. job. MVP, that is his job. Don't need you to talk because you know why? He tries, and then you can see the wheels turning in his head, and he doesn't know what to say, and it just doesn't come no. out right. Yeah, it just doesn't come out right. It doesn't. It's not believable. You feel what I'm saying? You, you look like you every time you talk and you tell me to do something, I'm gonna be scared. I feel like you the substitute gym teacher. Like, don't say shit. Just stand there, big bitch. <laughs> Bobby wrestle MVP talk. Bobby wrestle MVP talk. That's it. That's it. Like I listened. I was reading an interview he did the other day, 
you can they asked him about hush you uh they asked him about did he think it was too soon for the hurt business to break up he went all around that question never answered it never answered it oh well these guys we were good da, 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 da. Just, but, but I think that's a politically that, that's a political. He finally answer. has his spot. What is he going to say? I, yeah, I, 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 there's no. I don't think there's a safe way for him to answer that question. No, nah, not at all. I get where you're going, right? Yeah, but he does dance around things. You know what I mean? But I, I don't. I don't think that that there's a safe way for him to answer that. Right. Um, we are. We're getting to a point where I'm going to have to skip most of the rest of the week because I want to get into SummerSlam preview and predictions okay i mean the only thing good coming out of smackdown was what the romans john cena promo that was fantastic though like and then not- montez almost flipped over otis like literally yes. yeah, yeah he almost, almost air mailed him man. completely good match but yeah i agree with you that was <laughs> before you boys get into that man this is where i have to bid you guys adieu i have to get, get the misses. Misses. so Luckily enough, I mean she is more important than you guys. I love you guys, I but I sleep so. next to her. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would hope so. Yeah, I agree with Andy. <laughs> but yo, um, fam, thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for in this very ring. The boys having me, the Ritz and the Crackers, and two live brew. Wait, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. craft beer. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Why is he a cracker? What well, Ritz and Crackers just goes together. I mean, I don't do this shit. They made a I have butters. It's Ritz drinks. and butters. You know, Ritz and, Ritz and crackers. Listen, you got Ritz crackers over here. You got Butter Club crackers, which Butter Club crackers are better. They are good. They are good. They are. Yeah, they're, they're better. That's upper echelon. That's but, upper echelon. But I'll tell you what: when you're not feeling good, there's nothing better than just a whole a whole solid roll of Ritz crackers. I did that shit the other night, bitch. <laughs> that was four. My stomach was turning. Boy, I was like, Yo, go get me a ginger ale and some yep. and a roll of Ritz, and go to sleep and just hope it go away, bitch. When you wake up, <laughs> go oh, yeah. Send her All right, boys, love. man, I love y'all. I'm out of here. All Later, right, buddy. man. Later. Peace. Bye. All right, let's try to bring George back in. George, are you with us? Are you back from the space station, George? This is Houston calling. Shuttlecraft Brew. This is Houston calling Shuttlecraft Brew. Do you copy Shuttlecraft Brew? Well, yes. Wait, wait, wait. I, I think I think we might have him. I think we might have Shuttlecraft Hi. Brew. Shuttlecraft Brew. Do you copy? Oh, this shit's too good. You can't make this shit up, boys and girls. You cannot make this up. Yes, this is Shuttlecraft Brew. <laughs> And the best part is, this is shuttle crap. Like, this is shuttle crap room. What, what's great about this? He sounds like he's coming through as a transmission. This yes. Is awesome. I can't. I, I can't write this. Oh my god. I uh, told you. That's what I just said. You can't. This is shuttle crap room coming from. This is shuttle crap room coming in from the five hundred two thousand and seven. <laughs> Alright, so let's dive into it because we do have, you know, probably about 20, 25 minutes left in the broadcast. And I want to jump into SummerSlam because we normally, when SummerSlam or a pay-per-view is on a Sunday, our Saturday night show the week before is a, I mean, the night before is a preview show. But we're going to do it a week before. We expect things to change, right? Mm -hmm. But we're going to preview the show because when we're on the air next week, we, like I said, we will be doing live reactions. We'll be with you for the whole entire part of SummerSlam. 
breaking it all down as it happens live on the air. Okay, so let's start. I can't believe I'm saying this, that this Uh-oh. is a match on SummerSlam. Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. I mean, the writing was on the wall. I see what you did there. But Here's still, it, I, hey, stupid is as stupid does. No uh, but still, you, you saw it coming a mile away. The, the whole program's been at it. It's a sword fight. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if kendo sticks were involved, just for shits and giggles. Somebody brings out the kendo stick, he brings out the sword. <laughs> the sword is mightier than the kendo stick, boys. <laughs> but I see this one as I, I think. Honestly, I think gender gets this one. To start to start it off, I think gender gets this one. I'd be we, so mad if gender won. Well, I I see this as an ongoing feud, so I think gender. I gets say this Drew McIntyre by. You're good. Go what? ahead. What? Oh Lord. Okay. What? What is the purpose? I'm just like, what is the purpose? What would be the purpose of gender winning? Love you too, what mom. Love to? you too. What would gender winning? It it lead to a continuation of the feud. Why though? It, it's WWE. They, they they just like to continue shit after, after you know. I, why? Why? My brain just I, had a brain so fart. Book, book it for me. Why? And, and I'm going to be nice because your mom's watching. <laughs> so Why? so here we go. Here we go. You have you have the interference from Veer and Shanky. I don't know whoever came up with those damn names. Veer and Shanky. I, I just said it out loud. I first time I heard it out loud. <laughs> but you had the interference from Veer and Shanky. Jinder Mahal gets the win from the interference. You set it up for the next pay per view. Drew gets the win. Varen Shanky's either wow. ejected. You know, Drew. You're just gonna set up for a small, you know, third final match. Drew gets over. But why do I want it? Why? Why do you want this so bad? Why do you want this to continue? This shouldn't be on the card. It keeps Drew out of the title picture for the for a limited time. So they can try to add somebody else. To try to see what else can. It's can honestly be. a match I don't care for. No disrespect to either either competitor, right? I mm-hmm. just don't care. I think this is a match that potentially ends in what gender wants is a Punjabi. But if you're talking match. about, I swear to God. But if you're I talking. What you don't want to see another Punjabi prison match? I have zero desire. We lost George again. I have zero desire to see another Punjabi prison match. I think a lot oh, of people do. What a desire to see it? No, 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 no. I don't have a desire to see it. Well, why would it come out of your mouth? Look, man, I said I'd be nice because your mom's watching. But there's only so much nice I can handle. Hey, when hey, you hey, say hey, dumb hey. shit. You know what? No, hold on. Is mom still here? Mom, are you still here? I need a, I need something answered. Did, did dumb stuff like this always come out of his mouth? 
Oh, like, I can answer that for you. you. I can no, answer no, that. no, 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 no. Shout. Did, did this always happen, or like, did a recent injury just make him lose IQ points? Can you help me here, Mom? Because it's really tough sometimes sitting on the other side of this broadcast and have to try <laughs> to spin the stuff that comes out of your son's mouth. I love your son to death, right? <laughs> but my God. I just got to bring up, I got to bring up the what ifs, okay? I got to bring up the what ifs. Was that a cheap plug for Marvel's what ifs? No, because I haven't watched it yet, but I'm just Neither saying. I, 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 all I'm saying is I, I like to try to bring up the what ifs, the potentials. That it gets a rise out of you sometimes, so it's even better. I think your mom just gave me permission to be mean to you. I think she did too. Thanks, mom. Love you too. Yes! <laughs> I got the blessing from mom. Let's go. <laughs> Either way, I mean, it'll be a decent match. I wouldn't say it's a great match. It'd be a great match, but it'll be a decent match. You still get that interference from Veer and Shanky. Telling you, if this match sucks, I will hit you with a title belt on, on Saturday. I'll bring the ECW if I have to. I know. I'll heavy. walk downstairs, get mine. <clears throat> I will walk downstairs on the air, walk back up with that <laughs> title, slap you with. <laughs> All right, let's go into another singles match. Before we start talking about the championship matches, <clears throat> I like to get through the non title matches. Yep. So, Edge versus Seth Rollins. This is going to tear the house down. Yes. But I think this is where Edge walks away with a win. I feel like this is Seth Rollins' time. This sets up for Seth to try to face the winner of the WWE title match. Of the Universal title match. I feel like this sets Seth up as the win to set up for whoever wins the Universal title. Whoever has it after SummerSlam. This is Seth Rollins' time. He should. I I just won a big match. Now give me a title match. I asked for it. You didn't give it to me. I just beat Edge. I just beat a big name. Give me my match I won. I can see that. I just. I guess for me, I struggle somebody like Edge coming in and losing again. I think Edge is just... Edge, you know, he more cares of putting over the current talent. He wants to just put over today's talent. Today, you know... He's there not to win titles. He's there. Yes, a win here and there is great. But he more so, I think, is just there to help WWE, help put people over more, help try to get a character over even more. Possibly. Uh, Damien wants to know, do y'all think that WWE knew something about CM Punk's possible debut next week at Rampage and just added the Cena comments to boost AEW ratings since Vince says he wants to help AEW? I don't think either one play hand in hand. I don't think they care no. one way or the other. Vince just, I think Vince doesn't care and he just wants to get a rise out of people. I, I do. I think he wants to see them succeed. Of course he does. I think Vince wants to see AEW take off and flourish and do the best that they can. So we get back to another, to this generation's attitude era. I think if AEW flourishes, and this is just me, I think if AEW flourishes, I think both companies profit from it. Big they time. They do. You they know, because, do. because you have this competition. You you want competition. You don't have competition, you become stale. Exactly. You could need that comp- You could need that competition to keep it going. Could not have put it better. 
George, what do you think? Edge or Seth Rollins? I think we lost George in. George's connection's pretty rough. Yeah, I think I think I think that's it from George tonight, guys. Uh maybe George, you you with us? Yeah, no, I got I got nothing from George. Okay. Alright, so I, I think I, I I get I see your point, right? Yeah, yeah. You've kind of convinced me on the Seth Rollins bit. Mm-hmm. Right? I can definitely see Seth winning and it making sense. There is still a part of me that wants to see Edge win it. Right. I, I kind of yeah. feel like his return and everything he, he hasn't gotten his moment, right? He did with the Randy in the greatest wrestling match ever in that long ass match. Right, but and an edge win could mean that victory over Seth almost trying to, you know, curb stomp him out of existence in general years ago. You know, you want to see Edge get that revenge for Seth almost in, you know, my career was over, but Seth wanted to end and didn't want to end my career. He wanted to end my life. So I want revenge. I'm going to beat the piss out of him. Here's my revenge. You know, that I could see if Edge wins. That's that. That's that big victory for Edge in a sense that I got what I wanted that I couldn't do years ago. Exactly. Um, so let's go to. All right, now we've got some title match to talk about. Let's talk about Sheamus versus Damian Priest I for think the United is, States title. I think this is Damian's time to shine. I think Damian gets this title. I think this is the thank you for helping with Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. I think this is. Damien Priest has done a lot with both Miz and Morrison. He's been doing pretty good lately. I think this match with Sheamus, it sees Priest pick up that win, <clears throat> pick up that title, and we see where Priest goes with it. Wow, Omega won. Really? Omega won. Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. I guess they didn't want Omega to lose two nights in a row. Maybe. Was Conan the referee? No, Conan was in uh, Omega's corner. Okay, 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 okay. It was Flair in Andrade's corner and and, uh, Conan in Omega's corner. (laughs) Ha! Your mom! (laughs) Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I don't know if you want me to put that comment up. <laughs> oh, oh, hell no. God, oh my God. Mother, what the hell is wrong with you? Oh, I love my mother to death. I know she's not a big wrestling fan. So oh they, my God, your mom's my hero. She does this shit. This is my mother oh, for you. Love you too, mom. Person. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I think this is Damien Priest's time to shine, though. He It really is. He, he uh, <laughs> Damien, Damien's hey, yeah, Damien, you gotta be on our Facebook. She's in our Facebook chat, bro. <laughs> um But I, I think Damien Priest, this is his thank you. I think he yep. but, but also he's Definitely earned it. 
Yes, he he, he has come he has come a long way from the uh, from you calling him a vanilla. I, no, I just called him a bottle of vanilla extract. Yeah, there like, we go. That's not, what it not was. Not even like the good kind of vanilla extract. It's like the cheap kind that you buy because you're poor and you can't afford the McCormick. <laughs> he's upgraded to the McCormick status. Yeah. Now, 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 when he wins the belt, he'll upgrade even further to the good stuff. McCormick is the good stuff. Oh, I thought there was even one more expensive. No, I think the McCormick <clears throat> is the good one. No, okay. You, then you start getting into like the weird frou frou vanilla extract shit. Fuck <laughs> uh, the Usos versus the Mysterios for the SmackDown tag titles. I, I think you keep. I, I think you keep it on I the th- Usos here. I do too. I think this is. I think the Usos keep it, and I think this is the possibility for Dominic to turn on his dad. Agreed. I think this is how it happens. <clears throat> they lose, the frustration sets in, and I think Dominic's ready to separate from his dad. Whether he's actually ready or not is a different story, but I think this is where they go their separate ways. I think he's 100% ready for it. I, <clears throat> I think, if, if anything, what could potentially hurt him might be mic work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damien jumped in on Facebook and saw the comment. <laughs> he switched. Uh, he switched. Damien's my hero, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, Damien. I'm dying inside. Really, really fucking deep dying inside. Yeah, right that's now. awesome. That is so good. But I, I think <clears throat> that this is where uh, Dominic can branch off and make a name for himself right it was very cool that he got to spend this time with his dad yes you know as a as a son who you have that legacy and everything like that that's got to be something that you've always wanted that you got to be a tag team champion with your dad yeah you got to share the big stage with your dad i think it's what that was what the first father son champ uh, tag team champions i think so so you get to share that first, but you also get to share the fact that you can say, hey, me and my dad were tag team champions. What do you got, huh? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Damien says your mom rocks. Yeah, I know. Uh, your, mom, <laughs> your mom's a legend. Uh, <laughs> and I think the Usos just... <clears throat> you, you don't take it off these guys right now. No. These are guys no, that they, you can you can They're use too to hot. They're too hot. And I think this is going to play in more with the bloodline in some way. I think them having the titles is going to really start to shape things up. I, um, I, I, I see this playing into if Roman loses, those tag titles play into the role. 100%. Bianca Belair versus <clears throat> Sasha Banks. Oh, I'm torn between this one. Either way is a win-win for me. I agree, but I think it's Sasha's time. To get it back, yeah. Bianca's right. had it we, for a we good while. About this. I was talking <clears> about this with Jax and Silent Hill. We've got a wrestling group, Chad the Root, we were in. And last night after Bianca was put in the bank statement again by Sasha Banks. This uh, time with the hair. Yeah, this time with the hair. <laughs> the conversation was Sasha needs the title back. And I, and I agree. But I also like what they're doing. This is Sasha's best hunt for the title. The best mm-hmm. build, the best everything. So... Her winning this will really be like, this is the right time to do it. While this momentum is hot, you haven't really screwed it up. You're adding also in the Carmella, Zelina Vega aspects of things. I think there's going to be some kind, they're going to play a role in some way. And I think Bianca's going to have to roll through all three of those women to get her title back. Yes. 
right? So that'll be Bianca's redemption story. She's going to start with Zelina. She's going to roll through Zelina. It's going to go to Carmella. She's going to roll through Carmella. And probably by the time Survivor Series rolls around, you, we're going to see this match again in some capacity. If not Summers, I mean, uh, Royal Rumble. Yep. And Bianca's going to take that title back. Or TLC. It doesn't have to be Or she wins one. the Rumble, <clears throat> right? Again? Wins the Rumble again and gets the title back. But I do think Sasha takes this one home. I'm... I'm torn, but in the best way possible because yep. no matter way, what happens, there's a way to a go win. and it works. Yep. Uh, Nikki, almost a superhero, <laughs> versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Title. I think this. I think they're putting. I. I can't help but can't believe I'm saying it, but I think they're putting the title back on Charlotte. It's just a way to get those numbers back up. I could see them putting it back on Charlotte, but <clears throat> I could also see them using this to legitimize Nikki, and Nikki beats them both clean. It'd be nice. It, I mean, I, I'm liking the superhero gimmick, but at, at the same time, I'm also liking the well, fact that Well, of course you Nikki's, do. We're both nerds. True. But I'm also liking the fact that Nikki's got the title right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a way to, like you said, legitimately, Nikki can pin... Rhea and Charlotte doesn't look bad and they can have their singles match between Charlotte and Nikki at the next pay-per-view or you have Charlotte you know pin Rhea I mean it's, it's sad to say yes you know I'm going with Rhea getting pinned here but well, I, I think you save Charlotte for as we get closer to Survivor Series because you have to see who's going to be on because they run the Survivor Series the Raw versus Smackdown annuals mm-hmm. again this year <clears throat> We have to see who's going to be on the SmackDown side as champion. And you're obviously going to want to put Charlotte in that match. Oh, yeah. Right? So I don't I don't think necessarily this is where Nikki drops the belt. I, I could see Nikki dropping the belt uh, over the next couple of months. Oh, definitely before Survivor Series. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Tell me why Bobby Lashley's going to win. I mean, other than contractual appearances, and this is Goldberg's third and final one for the year? Um, or other than the fact that if Goldberg actually does win, I will break my TV? <laughs> we don't need that. But I, I think this is just Goldberg putting over Bobby Lashley. It's another spear versus spear match. It, it's, I think, Bobby just, you know... It, it's Goldberg. He he's willing to put over that talent like Bobby. Bobby's a good talent. Bobby's you know great in ring performer, and I really don't see this match going no more than five ten minutes tops. Agreed. I will you know, say this though that if Goldberg tries a jackhammer, I'm done. Yeah, because Bobby's a pretty big boy. Yeah. All right, let's get into the one where I, I think this might end up being match of the night. A hundred percent. Like, this is going to close out the show by far. I think this is going to be match of the night. I think this has the best build aside from Sasha and Bianca. Roman Reigns, John Cena, the universal title. I, the fanboy in me wants to go with Cena for that 17th title run for the, just for the, you know, simple fact that, yes, it's Cena. Yes, uh, you know, he is still in Hollywood. But you also have the fact that if Cena does win the 17th title, you can have the Money in the Bank winner come in and cash in on Cena right then and there after Roman gets pissed off and beats the hell out of Cena. 
that would be huge. Or you just the matches the matches, you know, like you said, it's gonna be a big match. Who's to say that match just doesn't wear him out in general? And you know, and the money the you know, Biggie comes out there, cashes in, or whatever they're going with the money in the bank storyline with Baron Corbin is with Baron Corbin stealing the money in the bank. Either way, you know, this could be a possible if Cena wins it, there's gotta be a cash in. Because there's no way they're gonna let Cena keep the title and still be in Hollywood. No, no, not at all. But it, it, it's a potential way to give him number 17 and then take it off of him real quick. But honestly, the what we all see coming is Roman retaining. And, 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 and this is one of those ones where I like the idea of <clears throat> Cena winning, doing the job for Big E, because I think Big E does deserve it, right? Mm-hmm. And letting Roman, now he has to fight a battle on two fronts. He has to fight to get back his universal title, but now he also has to fight the Usos internally to remain as head of the table. It adds a new depth to this bloodline dynamic storyline that honestly is getting a little stale. I mean, they could say we're still champions, so that should make us the head of the table. And and that's essentially what's going to happen, right? But I think the bloodline (laughs) idea has kind of gotten stale, this this potentially sets you know you could set up for Rock Roman at Survivor Series with <clears throat> with this match at the very end, you know, just to set something up. But see, Damien, it's not doing Rick dirty because it's not. Rick Rick has come out in a few different interviews and said that he's okay if somebody beats his record. He mm-hmm. wants to see it happen. He wants to be alive when it happens. Not to mention, um, I'm pretty sure nobody's beating Ric Flair's record anytime soon. Real record, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. 21 record. Nobody's but, beating his real record. But for WWE-wise, records always get broken in WWE, no matter what. Exactly. Things get broken all the time. It's, it won't it's, be it's, soon, <clears throat> but I think they'd have to start pretty soon. But I think before I die... Somebody will beat Undertaker's record. I think so too. I, I, mean, I that'll be that'll be the day I die and the day I stop watching. <laughs> I'm getting mad just thinking about it. I mean, I, I don't like you said they would have to start it like now to get it going. Yeah, to see it in our lifetime. But the 17 time, I I think we see it in our lifetime. I think we see it next week. Wholeheartedly. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that Cena does win. He gets that and crowning see, moment. And this is saying something compared to how opposed you've been in the past to Cena winning this number 17. Yeah. But because – and obviously we're going to see what happens with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, yeah. You know, on SmackDown this week for the Go Home show, everything like that. These are important shows coming up, and a lot can change. Right. By the time we come on the air next week, I may have a very different view on this match. But I think right now, in the moment, I'll take the the road uh, less traveled and say Cena's going to win. Mm-hmm. Big E's going to cash in. Big E's going to win against Cena. And it's going to let Roman have a new challenger, fight that battle, and fight for the, the head of the table seat. Right. Correct. To maintain it. Right. 
because he's ultimately going to say, champion or not, I still beat you. Mm-hmm. Right? But now they have a legitimate reason to go, well, wait a minute. Just because you beat me, you you couldn't hold your gold against the part-timer. Right? There, and there's a lot you can play into that. Uh, he goes, yeah, true. But if you all think about it, Rick and WWE didn't end in good terms. Remember, he wanted out of WWE. But I think they, but this time around, they did end on good terms. He asked, they let him out uh, of his yeah. contract. It wasn't messy. He hasn't come out mm. and said anything wrong about them in the last few weeks. Right, so as far as we're all concerned this time around, I think they ended on good terms. Yes, right? they... If it was bad terms, they wouldn't have worded his release the way they did. The, the, as we say, Vince wanted... Uh, and, uh, Rick wanted different business decisions, and not to say AEW, but I'm pretty sure there's plenty of things out there that Rick wanted to do, get endorsed by, that Vince and WD were like, no, 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 no. And Rick because just wants I, the money. I, I And I, I made fun of it earlier, mm-hmm. but Rick's broke. Yeah. Right? So he needs to go out and do these things to, one, keep it's, his brand alive, but two, line his pockets with money. I mean, if he's being offered money to, to do different things, why wouldn't you, you know, Vince is all about, he said it in the past, or people said it in the past, Vince is all about, if you can go make money elsewhere, go right ahead. Who said it? Uh, Mark Henry said it. Yeah, if you can make more money elsewhere... Go right ahead. I'm not going to be mad. And that's what Rick wants to do right now. He wants to make more money. He's, Nash you know, he's said got, it. Scott Hall has said it. You know, he, I'm pretty sure he's got tons of offers on the table to make a, a boatload of money. Absolutely. And I, I don't blame him for, you know, not wanting to make that money. He's got a lifestyle to keep, boys. Damn right. <laughs> but, all right. So, we're going to go. Well, before we go, do you have any last-minute things you want to bring up, talk about? You know, we obviously broke the news that Kenny Omega retained his AAA title tonight against Andrade, which, again, for me is weird. It really is, but it's it's, it's always a good, you know, it's always uh, interesting. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think, because I always do screenshots. I always do different stuff throughout the week to double-check, but I haven't seen anything. Other than, you know, Christian's going to be on Impact this this Thursday for the next set of Impact tapings. So we ought to see something interesting go there. Brian Myers is your new number one contender for the Impact World title. Um, I was kind of figuring maybe they would have let Brian Myers beat Omega, but I guess Christian's just as good. Dynam- yep. Dynam- Dynamite's going to be in Houston this Wednesday with a stacked card. Yep. Jericho, Jericho versus MJF. Jericho can't come out to... Judas, he can't use the uh, the Judas effect. So we'll see how the crowd plays into that. I think they're gonna sing his way down to the ring. Yeah, but does that make M- does MJF say, "Oh, whoa, whoa"? I told you you can't have Judas being played. But but it's not playing. They're singing it. I know, but it he it's it's MJF. He's gonna play that heel role. Oh, I'm sure he could. Uh, big shout out to Kofi Kingston on his 40th <clears throat> birthday. Yes. Oh man, that, damn forty. Yeah, I thought he's younger, a little younger than that, but yeah, big shout out to to Kofi. But uh, I think that's about all I all I've got yeah, so far. I mean, I, I, there wasn't. I won't say there was a lot to talk about this week that we haven't already covered. Correct. Um, you know, it's 
everything's all, gearing up for SummerSlam. Everything, all eyes are on SummerSlam next Saturday night, which we will we'll have a little bit of a different look next week when we're on the show. It'll be both Butters and I in the same room watching SummerSlam. Hopefully, it, it, it pans out the way I want it to, and mm-hmm. everything looks the way I want it to. God <laughs> fucking willing. Uh, I mean, we got we got SummerSlam. Then we've got. Uh, what is it? I think all out September. Well, even NXT the... Takeover the next. Oh, night. oh yeah, NXT Takeover on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then we've got you know AEW potential CM Punk debut in Chicago. I mean, <clears throat> we're stacked the next few weeks of I'll wrestling. Tell, I'll tell you this right now. We're gonna do our show next week. We'll do live reactions, and in between, we'll probably preview Takeover. Right, we'll mix takeover in between, like during matches and things like that. Sounds great. Um, and then we'll have our recap show for both of those the following week. My bonus prediction is, I think next week we kick off our not next week, in two weeks, we kick off this program by saying, "Oh no, it would be next week." I think we spend the first few minutes of next week's show talking about CM Punk being on AEW. Either the, the debut or the non-debut. Because, yeah. I mean, at, the, at this point, AEW's got to do something. they got to pull something out of their ass or they're just going to look kind of goofy with mud on their face at this point. <clears throat> um, but, all right, we're going to pay some bills. We're going to get the hell out of here. I'm tired. It's been a week. I'm, I'm, I'm spent. So Body Check Wellness is a line of products that promote balanced wellness and recovery by using the full potential of hemp. They come in extracts, blends, and gummies and topicals. Use promo code HUD for 25% off your order at bodycheckwellness.com. Dr. Paul Vidal at Specialized Physical Therapy. He's our doc. Make him yours. Burlington and Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Or right here at specializedphysicaltherapy.com. Many of us in our families deal with mental health and addiction issues. We're happy to support the Counseling Center and Sunrise Detox. If you need mental health therapy or addiction detox, please call 856-651-8117. If you're looking for to buy or sell a home or if you're looking for a change in career brokerage, contact Alan Foy of EXP Realty LLC at 302-682-8820. Excuse me, or visit him at allen.foy at exprealty.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code A2D at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. That's A2D in the uh, checkout for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Guys, don't forget, we have shows every single night here on A2D Radio. Uh, we do have on for our YouTube watchers. You pay $9.99 a month, you get to become a member of the HUD family. What does that give you? Well, that gives you appearances on shows, members-only streams, special shout-outs, and weekly sports picks for the Money Pot Podcast. Like I said earlier, Nate Moss and his team, every Sunday, uh, they have the Money Pot Podcast here on HUD Radio. And throughout the week, they will give you easy ways to make some little cash in your pockets. So if you're not a member, what are you waiting for? It's $9.99 a month. Saves you a, a cheeseburger or two. Shut the hell up. <laughs> and, home and be a member of A2D Radio's YouTube family. 
for two live brew, George Kenan Brew, for Mr. Six Sides, Pete Evans, for the mayor of Toasty Town himself, Butters. I'm Rich. We're going to see you guys next week right here on HD Radio for our WWE SummerSlam prediction show. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Football season's coming. That's that is this channel's bread and butter. Make sure you're checking out everything every single night. We'll see you guys later. Peace, love, and joy. We out.